For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, welcome to another Win Daily Show. My name is Michael Raziel. I got my man Mitchell Tennis here with me. And we are going to be breaking down QBs today. We're going to be looking, Mitchell and I, we were doing so many MLB streams. We were doing so many MLB podcasts. And now with the baseball timing and we don't really know who the hell is playing the next day. And pretty soon we're going to be down to about two teams. We thought, why not? Let's do some football. Mitchell's taking home some money in football too. So we thought we'd get him on. Mitchell, how you doing tonight, buddy? We're good. Uh, you know, pretty quick here. We're going to only have football's the only sport to to play daily. And baseball's getting pretty thin now. And basketball can be wrapped up shortly. So we're almost down to just football for a little while. Isn't that crazy? We went from nothing. Then we had everything. And it was an overload. And now it's all the way down to just the good old football. And, and the funny thing is, I mean, not funny, but we're having so many games canceled. We're, we're going to have our first it looks like Tuesday night football. So we're going to have uh, two games this coming Monday. We're going to have, obviously, the Thursday night game, which is actually what we're um, is on the background of my world right now while we're recording this. We have the Sunday night game. So these Sunday slates, the, once bye weeks really start hitting, they might start getting really small if we keep pushing games to Monday night to Tuesday night. But, hey, man, I get Sat- Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday and then matching on Wednesday, like really would we're just missing Friday and hopefully you're out with your friends, you know, drinking beer, hanging out anyway. So I guess it's really not that big <laughs> right. a deal. So football every night of the week, man. I'm not gonna get angry about it. Something to bet on, something to play. So uh what Mitchell and I are gonna do moving forward, the goal is to do a show for quarterbacks, a show for running backs, and a show for patch catchers. Just nice quick 15, 20 minute hits, just some of the things we're thinking early on. Obviously, we're going to have sticks keep doing the preview shows on Friday, Saturday. We're going to do the live streams on Sunday. We're still going to do the betting show on Wednesday, but thought we'd give you a little extra content uh, while you need it. We know we know you're starving for it, so we thought we'd give it to you. So we're just going to break down some quarterback plays here uh, and what we're thinking, what we're liking, what we're not liking. And Mitchell and I are going to be looking at DraftKings, so in case the pricing is a little different, that's really where we're going to be paying attention to most. And we're just going to talk about some of the plays we like, we don't like. Sounds good, Mitchell? Yeah, let's run it. Let's run it. Um, so the first game we have here on the slate, we have Arizona traveling to the Jets. This game, the uh, over-under is 47. We've seen Kyler Murray look good this year. We've seen Kyler Murray look bad this year. And we don't even have Sam Darnold. Uh, I think we can pretty much just throw Joe Flacco right out the window. I guess the real question is, what do you think Kyler Murray can do against this Jets defense? Yeah, Kyler's he's pretty he's high, higher priced now than we've seen him to start the season. But I think they're going to run the ball quite a bit this game. The Jets are the have given up the six most fantasy points to running backs this season. Mm-hmm. So, and then you know, with I believe Hopkins, yeah, um, he's he should play. Right, hurt, but should... you know, last you know last last game mm-hmm. they he had forty yards, seven catches. Yeah. So you really ain't. 
I mean, if you, if if Kyler's without Hopkins, we saw how bad he looked. You know, Hopkins is obviously ailing, limited last week. So if that's the case again, you know, I'm I'm definitely okay with not not playing Kyler Murray. Mm, yeah, I think it's it's going to be an interesting one. I think Arizona does take it. Um, I think the spread's up to something around seven ish right now. So it's definitely something to pay attention to. Uh, moving on, this might be a fun one. We have Carolina traveling to Atlanta uh, Sunday, one o'clock. We have Matt Ryan. We have Teddy Bridgewater. Matt Ryan has been great in fantasy, bad in real quarterbacking. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has been pretty okay as a real quarterback, not the best in fantasies. Last game was pretty good, had a, a 27 uh, and some change points at that 56K. Our 5,600 salary. How do you feel about the matchup between the the Falcons and the Panthers? I'm give me one second. Let me just get it. 54. That's a nice total. That's a nice total. We like to look at there. Actually, I um, bet on the Falcons on Monday night. Ooh, sorry, buddy. Because, yeah, I was like, there's no way Rogers without. You know, top two. I don't know why I doubted Aaron Rodgers. You know, Minnesota. You think I'd know better? But I yeah. was like, and then uh, the Falcons lost like three three guys in the secondary, and yeah, it was. You should absolutely pick on this Atlanta secondary. Teddy, um, Atlanta's given up thirteen passing touchdowns, fourteen hundred yards. They've they've given up the most rushing touchdowns in the leagues to QBs two at three, so at fifty nine hundred it's really hard to to not look at Teddy Bridgewater and I like I like him with Robbie Anderson he's been looking his way quite a bit I believe Robbie is about is about thirteenth ish in target percentage in the NFL so I think that'd be a good connection to look at in this game and then if we flip to Matt Ryan's side of the ball if if Julio can play and if Ridley can play, I mean, this is one you're probably going to have to follow up closer to Sunday. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, if them two guys are out, obviously Matt Ryan is missing quite a bit. And, but if he doesn't, like you said, this is a massive total. Uh, the Panthers defense hasn't been great. So, and then Julio Jones is down at 6,800 if he plays. He's known to play through injuries and put up numbers. So at 6,800, it might be the lowest you can get Julio. So I don't mind a Julio Matt Ryan sack in this game either. I like that. I like that. And just the number that you put out there, uh, the Falcons defense is giving up four, has already given up 1,400 yards through four games. They're on pace to give up 5,600 yards, which, if I'm not mistaken, would be an NFL record for any quarterback that put those numbers up. I can only imagine <laughs> what a defense that does that look like. Uh, let's move on. We have the. Rams uh, traveling to the Washington Football Club. Always love to see that. This game is Rams minus seven currently with a total of uh, down to up to 46 and a half. I don't think anybody out here in their right mind is going to play any Kyle Allen. Um, He's actually the lowest priced quarterback which is really interesting um, under Walford, under Alex Smith, under Dwayne Haskins. And he is technically the starting quarterback. You can get him at 4,100. But I guess really the question is, uh, are you looking to play any Jared Goff considering how bad that entire Rams team looked against the giants last week? Is, is this this place that you're, you're interested in maybe a little bounce back? No, I don't think so with just because I'll probably rather play Ryan and Teddy for less than, Goff, so 
I don't think I'll get there. But then, as you said, Kyle Allen, the Rams have been pretty good um, in in the past. Five only five touchdowns and four picks um, throughout the season. So Kyle Allen's probably off the radar as well. I don't know if I'll with with the new starting QB in Washington. I don't know if I'll look at that game too much. Yeah, I don't think there there's too much there to be totally honest with you. And yeah, I I appreciate the insight and analysis behind Kyle Allen, but you didn't even need to go that far. I don't even think it was going to be too much anyway. Uh, let's move on to this Philadelphia and Pittsburgh game. Philadelphia is traveling to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's favored by seven over under at forty four and a half. So nothing too crazy there. Ben Roethlisberger, 6,600, coming off uh, what was an unplanned bye week, which is really interesting. And then we have Carson Wentz here at uh, 5,600. So talk to me a little bit about this game if you're interested in uh, either of these quarterbacks or or what you're seeing on that end. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in Carson. He hasn't really done much since being without, obviously, no Deshaun Jackson now anymore. Goddard went to IR. Who knows? I don't know if Alshon's ruled out for sure yet this week or not. He's useless. Even if he's back, get out of here. He's got right. And you know their their first round pick, Jalen Rieger, is also on IR, so he doesn't have much. The Steelers blitz a lot. They have good pass rushers. They have good, you know, they just have a good defense. They're the third best defense against uh, the pass as far as DraftKings points, but. They already mm-hmm. had their bye week, so kind of scratch that. Yeah, but they've four picks, six touchdowns, only eight hundred yards passing. So I think Carson's in a bad spot. And then if we flip spot, flip sides to Big Ben, I just think he's too high priced here. They've been running. I mean, Connor's. If when Connor plays, he's getting at least twenty carries a game so far. Mm-hmm. So. You know, Big Ben's getting old. He ain't slinging 50 times no more. Not quite anymore. Those were the days. I will say he's, I think if they do want to throw the ball, they will take advantage of this Eagles secondary because it's terrible. Um, You know, I don't think Sidney Jones is on the team anymore. Avante Maddox is pretty bad. I think Darius Slay actually got hurt last week, or at least he came off the field. I'll be honest, I didn't watch the rest of that game, so I don't really remember. Plus, he's kind of getting old, too, so glad they traded away a third-round pick for him. But, yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely an interesting spot. I do agree Big Ben's a little expensive for me. Um, But considering some of the other plays on the board that have come off, Josh Allen, Cam Newton, ahead of him, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe a sprinkle. Maybe a little sprinkle in there. Um, let us move on to another AFC North team playing another AFC North team. Look at that. We have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Baltimore. This game is, uh, there it is, uh, plus 12. Ravens minus 12. Um, so they are absolutely getting the favor there. I don't see a um, money line or a total for some reason, but we have Lamar Jackson who has sat out practice. The last two days, uh, the first day was because of a sore knee and today was because of a stomach ache. Um, I don't know. I don't know too many NFL players that sit out because of stomach aches. So that's something to definitely monitor. I'm curious. Hopefully it was just like hung over or something. That would be kind of nice. But um, and then we have Joe Burrow at 6000 uh, doing his thing, which has been a lot of fun. How are you looking at this game and. Is there any cause for concern with that Lamar Jackson news? I mean, two sitting out one day, whatever, sitting out two days in a row, I think is something to pay attention to. 
Yeah, I believe it says he's expected to suit up. And if rolling with this questionable tag heading into the week, the weekend, I should say, I think it may keep his ownership down again like it was last week. I think you, in some of mine, I got Lamar Jackson at 5 to 7%. And so yep. if if you're getting if you're getting that again, I think seventy nine hundred. It's a tough week. I feel like to pay to you use all your money. The highest RB is seventy eight hundred in Zeke, and then it drops off to the second highest running back is below seven K. Mm. So I, if if Lamar is not popular again and people are spending up for these receivers and just taking the high price running backs and leaving out Lamar up there. I, I would definitely, definitely be hop on that train as long as he plays, of course. Mm-hmm. And then flip to Joe Burrow. I think this is where he kind of, I don't know. I don't want to doubt him, but gets put into check a little bit. Mm-hmm. He has played his, uh, Prior three weeks that he was did decent, he played Cleveland, who's been terrible against the past, Philadelphia, and Jacksonville. So he hasn't quite seen mm-hmm. anybody like Baltimore yet. So at six thousand, I'm probably going to shy away this week. Yeah, not not quite murderers row there. Um, I mean, obviously we saw what Patrick Mahomes did to this Baltimore defense, but I'm not going to sit here and compare Patrick Mahomes to Joe Joe Burrow to Patrick Mahomes just yet. I think he has a little while to go until then. But yeah, hopefully Lamar Jackson is healthy, as you said, with that Q tag and might actually keep his ownership down. And if you can get one of, if not the best quarterback in at least fantasy, you know, I'm not quite going to say he's the best quarterback in the league, but one of the best fantasy quarterbacks, especially against a team like the Bengals who cannot stop the run. We've seen a lot of that this year. They're pretty terrible against it. Um, Obviously, Lamar Jackson running is different than a running back running, but still, I think there's something to pay attention to there. But then also, flip side, if he has a knee injury, I don't really see him running that much. So just kind of talked myself right out of that. Look at that. So uh, kind of curious <laughs> uh, curious to see what happens there. Maybe they actually do ground and pound with the Gus Bus, Gus Edwards, Rutgers legend. Um, all right, a couple more games here. Still a couple of 1 o'clock games to look at. We have Jacksonville and Houston. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, 6,900. And Gardner Minshew at 6,200. We have the spread to this game is minus six, six and a half to the Texans, and the over under of 54 and a half. So Vegas doesn't think any defense is going to get played in this one, which is kind of fun. Uh, Watson was in a smash spot last week, put up 23 points, but it should have been so much better. The Texans look like shit. Now they don't have a coach, or at least they don't have a bad coach anymore. I don't know. That's one way to look at it. Um, so I don't know. How do you feel? How do you feel about this game? Uh, the Watson Minshew matchup. It's it's so tough to pick a QB the I, the week of a coach getting fired. Granted, I don't think anything obviously changes rapidly. Um, Seven thousand for Lamar. Like I said, I kind of want to spend up on QBs this week a little bit with making it hard with the cheaper plays to so you feel like you're forced to spend all your money, you know, you're forced mm-hmm. to spend 50 K with picking the higher price guys this week because they don't, they're not that high priced, you know? And so I think a QB to Sean is a good option with, I actually like Brandon cooks this week at 40, 4,100 with him. He's actually, he's been on the field a lot. Uh, snap count is what I believe was one of the tops in the league, but um, I like him. I like Deshaun. 
with Cooks, and then flip side Minshew with uh, facing Houston. Houston let Kirk Cousins look like a million bucks. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't think it it it'd be too hard for Minshew in this in this spot. I think he has more weapons. Honestly, I like mm-hmm. um, DJ Chark a lot. He's Minshew finds him pretty much no matter what. So. Yeah, I like both QBs really in this game. Like you said, it's a shootout. Deshaun, I think, can really bounce back. Maybe they weren't playing the best if they really wanted Bill O'Brien fired. You know, he saw the skeptical tweet J.J. Watt had and that he got in a uh, worded argument with him and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe – I hate to say it, but maybe they wanted him gone, you know. They were awfully – some players seemed awfully happy when he was, and J.J. Watt don't seem like the guy that would, you know, do something like that for uh, mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely interesting. I mean, it, I think it's very clear Bill O'Brien's not a good head coach or a GM. Um, you know, he did take Brock Osweiler to the playoffs, but I'm pretty sure he's also the guy who signed Brock Osweiler. So, you know, kind of six one way, half a dozen the other there. Uh, so definitely something to look at there. It might be a nice cheap spot for Minshew. Uh, see kind of what happens with Deshaun Watson. Um, and yeah, Ballsy going out on a limb saying take Brandon Cooks. I mean, I know he's so cheap, but he literally had zero catches. And one of my fantasy teams, my season long teams was not very happy about it. So I, it's again, it's about the process. We're going by the process, the structure. We need to put these things in place. Sometimes we're wrong. But if you keep doing the same thing and the right thing over and over again, you're going to be right eventually. Um, and man, remember like three years ago when Brandon Cooks was like one of the best wide receivers in the league? My goodness, he just fell off a rock uh, or about fell off a cliff. Um, so here's a fun one. Uh, one o'clock game. I don't know why it's a one o'clock game. It's probably going to get flexed to four now that we don't have Denver, New England. But the Las Vegas Raiders are traveling to Kansas City. Um, this is only the second time this season we're week five this is the second time this season we've seen Patrick Mahomes on the main slate uh obviously the first game they opened up on Thursday night uh, they were on that Monday night game against the Ravens they then got flexed to Monday night because of COVID because this past week because of the uh Patriots scare and now they are finally back on the one the, the main slate for NFL so getting to play Patrick Mahomes against this Raiders defense probably has a lot of people salivating just because that Raiders defense is terrible past defense in particular. How, how, how much Patrick Mahomes are you going to just try and jam in all your lineups this week? Well, you always got to try to have Patty, right? I mean, he, even if he's lower priced than Lamar facing the Raiders, I mean, let's be honest, Patrick Mahomes is always in play. I mean, there's really no, there's really, I mean, you look at, Baltimore was considered well, a really good defense, and they are good defense, and look what he did to them. So uh, he's just always in play, and you compare him, I mean, obviously with Tyreek, Kelsey, both if you want. And then the flip side, I really like Derek Carr. He's probably playing from behind in this game, 5,300. I just don't like – if Waller doesn't play, I'm scratching it. Mm-hmm. But – he was limited again today. Waller was, but if Waller plays, I will roll out some a little bit of Derek Carr at fifty three hundred, just because I think they're they're going to be forced to pass quite a bit in this game. Yeah, yeah, they usually are in these games. They usually get down pretty quickly. Uh, they Andy Reid just, yeah, man, he just crushes the Raiders. It's so funny. Um, a couple more games here on to the four o'clock games. Here we have Miami traveling to San Francisco. We have Ryan Fitzpatrick and. Um, 
Here we go. So we have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jimmy Garoppolo is questionable. Uh, does it say limited practice Thursday? So we'll see. He may or may not be able to go. But Tua is actually higher priced than Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard. So I think kind of on that side, we have to see who the heck's going to start because Nick Mullins looked kind of bad and CJ Beathard went on just one of the most insane rampages, 14 of 19 in like six minutes, which is like insane to see someone absolutely do that. So, I mean, we can't really evaluate the QB side of the 49ers except from a general standpoint, but how do you feel about Ryan Fitzpatrick in this game? Is there really any play here, or do you think it's this is one of the last times he's being brought out to uh, he's a lamb going to slaughter just to wait for Tua to finally take over? Yeah, let's be honest. The question's pretty much being asked every week. Who's the starter in Miami? So, on one hand, you got Fitzpatrick playing for his job. On the other, obviously, the Dolphins want to get to Tua at some point. I'm going to stay away from Fitzpatrick, even though I know he's starting against San Francisco. Obviously, a good defense. Uh, and if I'm going to go Derek Carr at 5,300 against Kansas City, I you know, can't really get Fitzpatrick. And then if Beathard, if Garoppolo sits out and Beathard is named the starter, I do have some interest there as well uh, against the bad Miami defense. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Debo coming back and Kittle uh, obviously went off mm-hmm. um, on Sunday night. You, so yeah. I, I think I think Beathard would have a good chance at some upside at 5,300 against Miami if he does start. So should keep an eye on that. Something to keep an eye on. It's just crazy that Derek Carr is also 5,300. And one of the two guys that we don't even know who's starting on San Francisco is also 5,300. So zero respect for David Carr. Um, This is going to be a fun one. We have Giants and Dallas. Um, And just one thing of note, 49ers, Dolphins, minus nine to the 49ers. Uh, Giants and Dallas game line opened at minus 11 to the Cowboys. It's now come down to minus eight which is insane with a lot of the, with the bets and the money both going to the Cowboys, that line's actually come down, which is crazy. Uh, We are at an over under of 54. So Vegas thinks a lot of points are going to be scored. Both of these defenses suck. The Cowboys offense is good. The giants offense is not good. Maybe they just need that Cowboys defense to remember what, you know, offense looks like Dak Prescott 7,400 dudes. I mean, he, what I think he's averaging like 30, seven uh, 370 yards a game or some like ridiculous number at this point in the season if not more than that and daniel jones has been completely incapable surrounded by other people that are completely incapable so i mean i know i heard a lot of people are interested in daniel jones this week but i don't know man watching a lot of giants games i wouldn't be able to do it but how do you feel about this one yeah dak at this price i think this is the highest you'll probably see him let's be honest do the cowboys really want dak throwing 47, 57, and 58 times a game. I don't think so. You know, they got they got Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield, too. I think this is a game that he gets used more than he has been. I mean, these Cowboys receivers are obviously good. You got with C.D. Gallup and Amari Cooper. But I think Dak is kind of at that expensive point, And I think there's going to definitely be some regression and throwing attempts coming. Because although they've been bad, I don't think they're that bad. Where they're just going to keep getting stomped and he's going to have to throw that many times. So I'm off Dak. As far as Jones, like I said, I'm on Carr and Beathard. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if they play, so I probably won't get Jones. 
but I do like one of his receivers, so I probably will play him in one lineup. I like mm-hmm. him with Darius Slayton. Slayton's seen a lot of red zone targets, so I'm looking to I'm looking to use that QB wideout tandem at least once this week. Take advantage of it where you can. And then the last game on the Sunday slate, we have the Browns. Are the Colts traveling to Cleveland to play the Browns line opened at minus two and a half to the Colts. It's come down to one and a half, like 90% of the money is on the Browns right now and over under of 46.5. Uh, Philip Rivers has not looked great this year. Baker Mayfield, they've pretty much said, Hey man, we don't really want you to throw the ball. So don't, uh, he has six, seven touchdowns this year. Which really isn't that bad. He's only got two picks. Um, and that first game was just dreadful. But ever since then, completion percentage around 70, around 70, and a little over 60. Um, not really throwing for many yards, but a couple touchdowns each game. Not terrible. I mean, his price shows that. 5,700, nothing crazy. And as I said, Phillip Rivers has kind of sucked this year. Any any interest in this game in terms of uh, in terms of quarterbacks? No, not in terms of quarterbacks. I don't like Baker. This Indiana plus defense you know Xavier Rhodes has looked good former Minnesota who obviously looked terrible last yeah, year bad, yeah uh, they the the Colts defense is for real I watched them I mean yeah, granted it was the Bears mm-hmm. they just they're D-line and they're linebackers and they've got good they're just a great defense I'm not going to look to pick on them and then the Browns have given up uh, 1,300 passing yards, 12 touchdowns, um, third most fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. With that being said, I'm looking to target a receiver out of this game. I just wanted to mention him, Zach Pascal. Mm-hmm. I believe 46 or 700. He is looks like sixth in red zone targets. So that was that was one. And then I, with their obviously. That's been after their allotment of injuries to wide receivers too. So I think that's a pretty high number for him. So that's just one thing I kind of wanted to get on before before he has a ceiling game and not on it. I like that. I, and you're always you're always trying one step ahead, man. One step ahead. I wish you were uh, you were playing those Astros this uh, last couple of days because the, <laughs> the long ball. Hopefully, you finally got back on them and, and it worked for you there. But yeah. uh, no, man. I think uh, Rascal Pascal. One thing we actually had the over on his uh, receiving prop last weekend, and that crushed. I think within the first two catches he had. So that one was nice and easy. I think he only had a couple more catches after that, but still, uh, he definitely hit the over on that. I think it was 39, and he hit 58, so it was pretty easy. So. I like that. I like that play a lot. And um, that's about it. This is it, people. We're just trying to give you something just to wet the wet the beak. Just give you something. Just give you something to pay attention to. Mitchell, where can everybody find you on the internet in case they want to ask you some questions? Yeah, at Mitchell101 on Twitter, T-H-O-E-N-N-1, and then Mitchell Tennis on Instagram, T-H-O-E-N-N-E-S. And then in Discord, at Carlo 15 bomb carlo 15 you can find me at michael Raziel one you can find us at wind daily sports make sure to go to windailysports.com backslash chat you get seven free days in the discord chat to ask mr all the questions you'd like and then you also can ask sticks and adam and everybody else jason and sia everybody in there it's a lot of fun just to hang out seven free days just come hang out with us what's the worst that can happen you make a bunch of money that's what we all that's all we've been doing so far this season just making a bunch of money so uh for mitchell for myself for the rest of the wind daily sports family we appreciate each and every one of you We hope you make it a very profitable week five of the NFL.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.